what did I think about this week book club started when I made the commitment to start carving out more time in the day for myself. As women, as moms, as partners, as bosses, we tend to give out so much of ourselves without taking the time to replenish. I realized that there was an opportunity to create a space to encourage women to do just that. So here we're going to pick novels, get lost in its pages, then get together to share our perspectives. My name is Janine, host of What Did I Think About This Week podcast, and this is The Book Club. All right, I say we should get started. I feel like this is a nice crowd. Um, I believe Yasmin said she was coming, but she can just kind of hop right in. So first and foremost, thank you all so much for waking up early on a Saturday morning to join the Zoom call. I know for me, I was up until like four o'clock <laughs> drinking and I'm here. <laughs> so I appreciate you <laughs> being here as well. Um, so I kind of wanted to do um, an icebreaker so that we can learn. I know everybody here, but everybody doesn't know everybody. So I wanted to just kind of go around, name, and um, if this is your first book club or, and, and, and why was this appealing to you or why did you want to join? And I'll go first. Um, I'm Janine, obviously, and this is my first book club ever, and I had the audacity to host the book club. (laughs) (laughs) The whole audacity to happen. So yeah, this is my first book club ever. Um, It started from a meme. I reposted and I saw that many people were also interested. So I saw that it was a space that I could create. Um, Why I wanted to do it just for me is I had a moment to realize that, uh, I don't know, I was just intentional this year about putting some time back into myself. So my morning routines have been waking up a few hours earlier than everybody else. And I wake and bake, I do my yoga, I read, I write. And um, what I think about this week, the podcast, which is like a mini series under, was originally started because I wanted to create a space where my peers, women especially, had a place to engage and feel comfortable to be be themselves and to discuss certain things. So why not do it over a book? And I'm excited to read with you all and, and, and get these different perspectives. So who wants to go first? I choose me. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, my name is Valicia. Um, you can call me V for short. Um, I um, This is my first time in a book club. And I guess that's part of the reason why I felt intrigued to join because it's something different. And I've been slacking on re- reading just period point blank. And I thought it would be something to give me a chance to, you know, get involved back into taking out, taking that self-care. And like she said, you know, taking a couple minutes out of my day to just be me, you know, off to myself because I am a mom. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, a chance to kind of just escape. Celeste. Hi, guys. I'm Celeste. Um, I joined the book. Well, I was, this is not my first book club. I was a part of a book club before the pandemic hit. Um, and it was just like maybe six people and they were all older white people. I was like the only black person and I was only like, you know, a person my age. And it was like all older white uh, people that I was like a part of this book club. And we would meet up at the library um, downtown, in downtown Atlanta and like near Edgewood. 
And so like, that was like a once a month meeting and I would meet up with them and we would read like really a lot of good books that, I, and I would like learn a lot from like each person like that was in the book club. I don't know. Cause they were like avid re readers, like, and they were old too. So they had like a lot of life experience. So I would learn a lot from them and I really enjoyed it. Um, but I joined this book club because it was like, you know, black people, black women, and I've never, you know, had a chance to talk about books and stuff like that with like black women and like people that are my age. And so, and I don't know a lot of like people that like be reading like that. Well, <laughs> I don't know, I guess I do, but like people my age, it's like, you know, it's not, it's harder to find. You can't find them, like people be reading, but it's like, I don't know. So yeah, that's why I joined with you guys. And so, yeah, I'm really excited and yeah. Anissa. Hi, um, so I didn't even know about this book club until Janine told me, cause I don't use Facebook like that. Um, but I've known Janine for like a lot of years now. We actually have never met, fun fact in person but like we talk every single day and um I wanted to join the book club because I used uh -huh. to really be like I used to read a lot I was like that person in school that would get like AR points I don't know if you guys ever had that one. Yes. Yes. I would get the most yes. AR points I would like go I would win like the thing for out of everyone in my class and like I was on top of it but I feel like now that I've gotten older like my um I just can't focus. I don't know if it's like, cause we're used to like using our phones, but like when I go read, I just can't focus. Like I used to, I used to be able to read like one book and like one setting. So I want to get back into reading more. Um, I really missed it, but I really have to work on like focusing on what I'm reading. Works for me. Miss Arlene is not going to come on camera, but she said that she'll come on audio to introduce herself to the class <laughs> oh or why, why you had to throw me under the bus <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good morning everyone I, I i still look like i am half asleep from last night i do apologize i will show my face in due time when i gather my face together but good morning janine well i call you barry but i'm very proud of you for starting this book club i'm glad to be a part of it uh, like Demisha said, we've never actually met, but you are like my bestie and I'm excited to be a part of this journey. And um, this book has kind of helped me read a lot more as well, because when I read, it's like I kind of zone out and start thinking about other things. But this book has really gotten my attention and it's just, it, I like that we're all here together to um we're all here together going through this journey together so it's it's motivating to do it with other women and not just by yourself so hey nice to meet you guys nice to meet you all right we have one more person who just joined i don't know if yasmin's audio is connected yet could you hear me yasmin yay Driving home, so I'm listening. But my name is Yasmin. Um, hey, Janine, girl. Hey, girl. <laughs> I guess I've been around more or less since what 2005 ish. I don't think we've ever hung out in person. That's the funny part. But here we are in a book club, and I'm not gonna complain about it. <laughs> um, I like the book so far. I'm really excited to read it. 
Um, especially being light-skinned and loving dark-skinned men, you know, I really feel the way. I was a little bit triggered. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, no. She don't jump into the <laughs> A little triggered. I'm not going to lie. But, um, yeah, no, I'm really excited to be reading the book, uh, especially because I've been looking to network and just, you know, kind of just build, you know, friendships and, you know, whatever ships, you know, with. Oh no, she is building ships. That's the last thing I heard. <laughs> Hopefully she'll come back and then she can finish what kind of ships she was trying to build <laughs> for what. But um, yeah, so I don't know if everybody heard my thank you, but yes, thank you all for being here. It's super early in the- Did y'all do Shauna? Oh yeah, Shauna. Hey, call me out. <laughs> no, Shauna, yes, let's go. Hey, call me out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, I'm Shauna. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. Um, I've done a book club before, but it hasn't been since Gone Girl came out. If anybody read that book before, it was a great-ass movie. But so it's been, like, it's been like eight or nine years. It was only two Black people. And it was very interesting, the conversations that we had. And it made me kind of uncomfortable because we saw books differently. Mm-hmm. So I never really joined one again, but I'm also have a problem with my job requires me to read all day. So I can't read for fun mm. anymore. It, it really just for reading used to be my escape in the past five years. I can't escape anymore. So this is my way of like getting back into loving to read again. And I prefer it to be black books because to be honest with you, what they was picking, I could not resonate with ever, with the exception of Gone Girl. That was the only book I liked out of that six-month series. Six months, Lord. Um, well. Yeah. And they were old. They were also, like, 30-year-old people while I was 22 or something. I'm so about to be, I was about to be 30. I'm old. <laughs> no, I'm saying, like, <laughs> I've never been somebody around my age yeah. with me in, a, like, reading books that I'm reading. So this is exciting that this this makes me even more excited because I think that the common story is yeah like I may have done a book club or I was interested but there was nobody there that that looked like me or could relate to me so what are we talking about like I think different perspectives is good but if we can't relate at all then this is not fun <laughs> this is not fun for me no I agree all right well um so let's get right into it then because I don't want to take up too much too much of your time but um, one of the discussion questions that I was thinking I just kind of wanted to throw out there is just overall first impressions of the book. Are you guys liking the pace? Did you feel like she just jumped right into it? Did you like that? It was like, I'm getting right in, into the juice early. What are our thoughts? I like that when uh, writers get to the point, because like sometimes they can drone on and there'll be too much detail and it can go off on like a tangent. But I like that the pace where she just like jumped right in. She introduced, she introduced the twins and their backstory and she like got right into it. And she's really good at describing like the twins and their relationship and how they differ and stuff like that. And I really like the pace so far, so. I agree with Celeste. I like when writers get straight to the point. We don't have time to dance around the bush and play around. So, but I also like how they describe the scene where you can visualize what you're reading. And it's kind of, I don't like books where you're just reading words and you don't 
you know, I like that they, they're very uh, descriptive with what we should be seeing in our head. I like how disjointed the chapters are, how they just jump from person to person. Yeah. It keeps me more engaged. Like there's sometimes I'm sure you're reading and get lost or you just kind of zone out for a couple sentences or a couple paragraphs. But I like the way that she just will perfectly describe a setting and a person. And then in the next paragraph, it jumps to something else that connects, but it's not too drawn out. For sure. Yeah, and to kind of pick it back off what um, Shauna just said, when they write in that type of way where they kind of jump from one perspective to the next, they kind of go ahead and answer a question that you may already have in your head without having to wait, you know, two other chapters to get to that particular point. And I think she did a really good job in two chapters, like really setting the scene. Like I are like the plot has already thickened and how quickly she was able to tell you everybody's backstory, how everybody is connected. And now we see the plot with early now meeting Desiree and he's lying to the husband to say, oh, I need more time, but I'm in front of her and, and I'm taking pictures. And this is only in two chapters. <laughs> so I like that we are getting right into it. Right. That's wild. It is wild. Tis it is. Um, let's see here. All right. So um, everybody is pretty much in agreement that she does a really good job at setting the scene, setting some imagery, painting a picture inside of her, inside of our head, inside of the reader's head. Have you all started to cast different actors for for the roles of these characters yet? Yeah. Did you see anybody? Let me, let me, I was thinking about like actors and actresses that can pass for white. And like the only people that like really came to mind was like Zendaya, cause Zendaya has like kind of flowy white girl hair. So she could pass. And like, maybe, I don't know, like. Rashida Jones? Zoe Kravitz maybe, I don't know. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. Rashida Jones, yes, her too. So they maybe they could like play the twins and like as far as moms go. As far as I don't know. <laughs> like their mom. Somebody light skinned that's like older. Vanessa Williams. I don't know. Oh yeah. No. What's Viol that like? Viola Davis. Ooh. But she's light skinned. Yeah. Remember the town is light skinned. Yeah. So yeah. well. What's the lady from the Tyler Perry? I can the she was in I can do bad all by myself the movie and um Lynn oh. Lynn Whitfield no 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 yeah, the light the light skinned lady isn't that Lynn Whitfield? She was in Good Deeds too. Hmm. The is she skinny? Yes, and the, the skinny light skinned lady. She was she was the mom on half I think half half and half. The show. Oh, that's a good I'm one. Have to find it because I know she's a Brit. I know she's a British actor, but she's thin and she's light skinned and she has like long hair. And I'm trying to think of her name, and I cannot think of it. I know it's Tangy something. Sandy, Sandy Newton, not Newton. Think there Sandy. goes Sandy yeah. Newton. That's Sandy Newton. Okay, yeah. yeah, good choice. That's a good one. And the woman off of um, what's her name? She played the aunt on, um, why can't I think of Family Matters? 
What was her name? Oh. She's a um, fair-skinned yeah, lady. Is that her real name? I don't know her real name. I I'm think sorry. so. It's a red hair <laughs> or, Didi, or Big Didi. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like she's a little feisty and she could probably play that role too as their mom. I see Lakeith Stanfield as um, early inside of my head. Yes. What? <laughs> He's so small yes. and dainty. <laughs> oh no, but he just seems like he would be mad, like suspicious inside the corner watching people, like and taking the pictures and stuff. Yeah, he would definitely be a bounty hunter. He probably couldn't like fight, for, like fight for real, but he would find them. <laughs> <laughs> he has eyes on them for sure. Yeah. What do you see, Sam? Ooh, dark skin. Ooh. Let me see. That's a good one. Sam, uh, I don't know. There's so many voices. See, I think this is interesting because I never think about who's going to play anybody. I, 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 I like see this Sam because I don't like him. Exactly. <laughs> OT Genesis. No, I'm just joking. Oh, my God. <laughs> what about John David Washington? Because I was just thinking of him because I just saw Malcolm and Marie, he yeah. could be sick. Oh, yeah. Arlene, what about Blair Underwood on camera? But I'm Ooh, Blair Underwood. He has that little temper. Yes, he, he always plays Blair characters Blair. that are like fucked up. Yes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. What's another like? See, and then this is crazy too because I feel like I haven't been watching movies like that, but I don't know who would be a good character for Sam. I wasn't even thinking about him. That's crazy. Maybe because I don't know he's putting his hands on her. Right. Like, I was thinking about the fact it was like, who's going to actually? That was the only man she really talked to. So it was like, he must have been something, especially to be an attorney. He could dress uh, clearly. So, right. He worked for the FBI. Like, right. That's crazy. <laughs> well, he was, he, yeah. So, yeah. And then more so, he can like pull that, 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 that being your first romantic experience. Because like, I guess you had a romantic experience with early, but they didn't go past eating fruit and like talking. But for that to be the first person you're like courting and going out on dates with and he's mm-hmm. wooing you and and for him to be like an attorney at that and like you're not used to seeing black men with with like these mm-hmm. positions of power during that time, like she was head over heels. I can only imagine. Yeah. I, I definitely agree. But like they said, she was so rebellious that I just feel like anybody yeah, haven't been that rebellious before. Anybody that just was like, here, let me take care of you. She would have. But I just want to know, like, how did he look? Because your child looks just like him, too. They keep saying that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She looks just like her daddy. <laughs> and saying that, like, they're black. Well, I don't know. We'll see. Well, I guess this kind of piggybacks into the next topic of, like, what quotes or what moments in time kind of stood out to you and we're talking about Desiree's relationship to Sam and you know after he hit her the first time there was a moment where she was like thinking oh like what if I could just stop stop talking as much or she started thinking of ways of how she may have caused it and how that kind of has carried on into the present day of how women will try to make excuses for the fact that men ain't shit and they're not <laughs> and they're not respecting them. Yeah. Girl, well, the moment for me that like stood out in the book, like the first was the introduction of Mallard, the town, the light-skinned town. Like 
that shit blew my mind. Like the fact that all of the <laughs> citizens of that town were like light skinned and they really praised, um, you know, having a lighter skin tone and like they encouraged their daughters to like marry light and like all that stuff. And that whole concept, like that just like blew my mind because I've never even heard of, you know, something like that. And the fact that the founder of the town was like, you know, that was his goal was to, you know, keep the the citizens he was proud to have granddaughters and great-granddaughters that were light-skinned I don't know that was just like crazy to me but like yeah that's the moment that really stood out to me in the first two chapters if you pulled up to a town current day and was like oh let me run inside of this Walmart real quick and just notice that everybody was as fair-skinned you would be like I'm in the twilight zone this is not a I would be thoroughly creeped out (laughs) <laughs> like let me hop in the car and go up a few exits <laughs> yeah very colorism yeah but you know I feel like that was able to speak to a lot of the colorism that we have in our own community too um yep being a being a lighter skinned you know black woman you know it's like you see both sides of it a lot of my friends are most of my friends are brown skinned my children are brown to dark skin so it's like seeing the whole the whole light-skinned town and how they had these light-skinned people put off a pe- on a pedestal like they're not indeed black too was just uh yeah it was just <laughs> uh, a moment like because that is what you know because white people could pass off black light fair fair light-skinned people as white so you see the sister, you know, the sister has that we haven't got into that. So it's like, I'm really ready to get into the, why did the sister go and behave as a white woman? What is she doing? What is, you know what I'm saying? And to see the sister to come back to this town with all the fair-skinned people with her dark-skinned baby and to see, you know, like the mom almost like, it's like you could feel the mom jump out of her skin looking at this dark-skinned child. Mm-hmm. You know, so... She always leaves us hanging. <laughs> like, I, like, I'll be so in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, one line that I put inside the chat that Desiree said, nothing, nothing about, nothing made a boy less exciting than the fact that you were supposed to like him. Is that something you all relate to? Do you- yes. <laughs> Definitely. Wow. Why? Why are we like this? <laughs> it's like the control thing. Like no one wants to be controlled in like their choices, especially as kids. You're just now getting the chance to like make choices for your own, you know, on your own. And for someone like a parent to be like, "Oh, you should marry," blah blah blah, or "You should do this." It's like the control thing. It makes you want to like, ugh, like no, like why would I? <laughs> for me, that's for my. Yeah. I'm cooking. You set my rug on fire last night. I ain't forget. I absolutely don't think that no you accidentally knocked that down. Because how you knock it down? Okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> you are trying to set something on fire. Did you hear? Um, where do you all see Ernie and Desiree's relationship going? Oh, that's Bay. Early's Bay. <laughs> 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 
they couldn't be together like yeah especially with the fact that he's second guessing you know like turning her in or whatever so yeah right yeah they're gonna i can see that progressing definitely so we both we, we all see sam and early potentially fighting for <laughs> fighting for death yeah. Yes, I see like a duel. Like I'm ready for it. A whole <laughs> duel. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, like, I feel Sam like already... Sam going like Sam gonna come to Mallard. Like he not yep, choice. That's exactly what I paid. think too. Right. The man he paid to do the job is not willing to do his job anymore. <laughs> and he already done paid him once. Right. Like, and y'all Right. And Sam is clearly crazy. Clearly. So, <laughs> clearly crazy. He hired a private investigator to find his wife or right. about after like two days. Not, so Bro said it was just normal married stuff. Like he wasn't in there choking and beating her. But really? that was normal married stuff at, at at one point. That was just low key expected to like your your husband hit you every now and then. You just had to keep keep it moving. That was normal at some point. That is absolutely true. It's like a, it's like a thing, and I, I still feel like it's not normal. But I feel like it's a very domestic violence is like probably. Uh, more it's more common than what we think it is and even though it's not normal and it's not uh good to do but i feel like domestic violence is very common even today so i think it's evolved even because i think that people don't consider women being physical towards a man as being domestic violence but that's definitely something i think that there's um mental abuse that comes in that I would kind of throw under that category as well so yeah people are dealing with shit that we just don't even (laughs) realize yeah absolutely any other moments the niggers nigger got me (laughs) (laughs) no it did y'all like what that was like, wild. And it's just like to be reading a book where it's not a white, per- where it's like finally for a change, it's not like a white character calling somebody a nigger's nigger. Like these are black people calling other black people nigger's nigger. Right. Like my mind was blown. My mind is still actually very much blown. Mm-hmm. I like the moment where uh, Desiree came home and her mom just like immediately accepted her <laughs> and just yeah. was like, Oh, that yeah, baby. Come on yeah, I, right. I really like it. Was still kind of cold. Like, it wasn't cold, but she was like, oh, my baby's cold. But she was more like, oh, hey, you can come on in and I'll fix something. But I'm still yeah. here for you. But it's still like, I come, I'm kind of, kind of. She has the right to be upset and treat her that way because you left for whole years. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then yeah. called and say nothing. Right. Like, it wasn't gone for 12 whole years. So. Right. Like, <laughs> I like that I expected moment. her to reject her. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I did too, but she didn't. And I really appreciated that. It's a I mother's love. It's a mother's love for me. Yep. How do y'all feel about um, the mom just making them drop out of school? Like, that's like, that real. Like, realistic. that's what it is. That that's what America was back then. Yeah. Like, that's it's real as fuck. You got to survive. Yeah, like, you have to keep your land yeah. and your property and stuff. Yeah, like it's sad it's like i'm sure the mom didn't want to do it but like yes yeah. so she had to and that's just yeah. the reality of the card she was dealt so 
that relates to like my moment. My moment was the description of the lynching. Like that mm. girl talking about That's how your... he got lynched twice. I was just like twice. Yes. They made sure he was dead. They came in the hospital and shot that nigga five times. And like, and and like it was over time. like a lie too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Over how most of them are. Because mm-hmm. he underbid somebody for a property or some shit. Yeah. And they was mad. Basically saved them <sighs> and they still mad. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like the racism goes so deep. It's just so terrifying that. And then too, it made me like have to reconsider my definition of things because when I think of lynching I think like just very specifically hanging mm-hmm. but a lynching is anytime you kill kill a black man or black person for no fucking reason other than the fact that you're being racist yeah my that up that opened my eyes to that too because I definitely thought that like you know lynching went more along the lines of what we were exposed to more or less you know in in school like but no like this is straight up just yeah, right. hanging somebody from a tree and White yeah fire. yeah yeah so that was an uncomfortable moment of truth mm-hmm. because i just think like unfortunately this was like everyday life like our grandparents like depending on how old y'all grandparents is and great parents really dealt with this like yeah like really dealt with this like really dealt with being told like like you can't come here because of the color of your skin like that's insane to me like you're a threat or i can come do this and that to you because of the color of your skin and you can't do shit about it for no reason i think that that speaks to your point earlier um yes when you was like this town full full of light-skinned citizens who put themselves on this pedestal as if they aren't black too yeah well this moment proved it is even if you try to pass and i like, try to be light-skinned and inside of your mind you think that being fair skin makes you a better right. black person you're still a nigga at the end of the day to period to these white folks and and like they lynched this man twice so after all of that you're still susceptible to the same bullshit that everybody else goes through or other Black people go through. And even how the twins, how they each handled their father's death and how different it was, how each twin handled it so differently. Like with Stella, she really internalized everything and like it caused her to have nightmares Mm -hmm. and wanted to know why like why why our dad why and you know Desiree was I don't know I just I thought that was like a cool you know having another human out there who's you know looks exactly like you and um experiences like things differently than you do it's got it has to be like a wild experience to have a twin so and then you know how they like did everything together and were inseparable even to running away together and for Stella to decide I'm about to go up and just cut ties like that has to feel like a piece of you is missing I can only imagine like exactly well y'all I'm on chapter I'm on I'm low-key on chapter 12 and <laughs> did, did anybody read ahead past chapter two or did or are we sticking to a reading schedule see <laughs> see i didn't even know if we could just go ahead and skip ahead because like i said it's my first time doing this so i just kind of just put it to a halt yeah because i did i actually finished um was it 
Thursday, Thursday morning, I actually finished chapter two. So I could have, you know, read ahead, but I wasn't sure if that was against the rules or not. Against the rules. <laughs> I definitely feel like we should, like, we can all read at the same pace. Um, I just want, like, each discussion to kind of focus on, you know, certain parts. Well, I don't know. This is free flowing. I've never done this before. So if y'all <laughs> want to help me plan some shit, <laughs> I'm totally open to some suggestions. But um, I think, uh, we kind of wrapped up what what we were able to gather in in two chapters. Like I said, it's only two chapters, but so so much of the foundation has been laid out, and we already see a story forming. Um, I'm excited to keep reading. I'm ready for them to introduce Stella a little bit more because they don't talk her up. What is she doing, and how is she? And does she think about Desiree the same way that she thinks about her? I need to know. I need answers. This book is so good, y'all. Like this, so yeah, this is one of my favorite uh, books that I've read so far this year. I've read like maybe three or four books this year so far, and The Vanishing Half is like top tier, like writing. I really enjoy it so far. So y'all go, y'all, y'all go find out. I can't wait. Now this was actually supposed to be done at the beginning of the uh, discussion, but I got excited. Um, I wanted to talk about the author. Um, which we don't have to really get too much into, but just brief synopsis. Um, Britt Bennett is from Oceanside, California. Uh, the novel was actually inspired by her mom, like telling her about, you know, the fact that there were these towns of all light-skinned people. She's like, hold on, you're not going to just speed past that. Can we revisit that and talk about that more? And now we have a novel. Um, and it makes me want to go read her first novel, The Mother, um so that may be another book that we can add to the book club because I definitely want this to be an ongoing thing um I picked the vanishing half just kind of on a whim I just googled you know best sellers of 2020 black authors and that was like the first thing that came up but I love fictional novels because it can catch my attention a little bit easier and quicker than like a self-help book <laughs> but I like when they hide the medicine in the candy, so so to speak. So even though this is a novel and it's fiction, obviously there's like historical context here. There are different um, conflicts they are going through that we can all relate to on some level. So I'm really excited to really get into it. Celeste, you've been reading it. <laughs> You're on chapter 12. What made you choose this book when you did choose it? Um. Well, first off, because uh shauna had posted a picture she was like yeah i just bought the book and i saw that she was y'all was doing a book club and i i had already started the book maybe like three or four days before i saw shauna post that picture and i was like oh i gotta talk to other people about this because um i did the same thing you did where i googled black authors and books to read by black authors and the vanishing half was like one of the first things that popped up and so I read the synopsis and I was like oh this is all good as fuck and so that's why I you know chose it but yeah I'm really enjoying it it's like really good awesome so so just a little foreshadowing and we're speaking uh more books into the future um would y'all like to see us continue to choose novels by black authors would you want to do some like self-help books like what what are, what would you like to see out of a book club with fiction 
I've read self-help books and like I I don't know I just don't really like them like I need the book to catch my attention so I love fiction books like I don't care what it is it just like just fiction yeah I would I agree. recommend the Issa Rae book okay. for us because it's funny and it's good you said an Issa Rae book yeah yes her um, oh I didn't even know she wrote a book it's hilarious Okay. Yeah, I'm 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 definitely down for it. Um, I like books by people like for instance, like the Charlemagne book I read, Black Excellence. You know, I like books like that because I like to hear a story, and that's all that it is is just their stories and how they were able to be successful within their own right. So I don't know. We can definitely visit some other genres, I reckon, but. I think, uh, well, I recommend that we um, stick to fiction novels um, by Black artists. Just, I don't know, I don't, not even out of like obligation because we're Black, we're supposed to read only Black authors. But I don't know, it's just like, th there is like a Black renaissance that's happening right now. And I think we should, you know, indulge in that and, you know, kind of like give, you know, because back in the day, like, as far as like Black writers and stuff like that they weren't getting as much shine as they could have and i feel like this is our time now so we should as far as like self-help i feel like if you want to read self-help you can do that on your own time but for the book club <laughs> it's self-help <laughs> yeah you, you can self-help yourself on your own time but if we're doing something for a book club we can you know you know kind of keep it on a lane that everybody can you know really enjoy and like learn things for like fiction novels I don't know I was talking to my ex-boyfriend about books in general and he was like really downplaying I don't know books in general and it was making me so upset because like half the things that I learn about life and like the different perspectives I mean even like if we do autobiographies those are really good too but like just getting a different perspective from like a, a writer or, and there's so many, it can like be life-changing. Like each book that I've ever read has like changed my life and how I view things um, in some sort of way. So like, I feel like novels and stories, stories in general just can be very helpful for your own life and can take so many things from it. So yeah, that's what I think. Here, here, I agree with that. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, I think that um, that wraps up our first discussion, chapters one through two. Everyone had some really good points. Thank you for coming. Thank you for engaging. Uh, thank you for being excited about it the same way that I am. And um, let's try not to read past chapter six, but it's fine if we do. <laughs> Celeste is already halfway done. <laughs> well, I remember I told you that I started this book and then like a while ago so I'm like on chapter seven or something like that and then you started this book club and I'm like wait hold on I, <laughs> I, I already started this book so I'm glad that that was the first book you picked yay yeah. all right well I hope you ladies have a great day have a wonderful rest of your weekend be, be blessed be married and I'll see you again oh and um if you're not in the group chat, let me know because it tells me that people are there, but I don't think that you are for real, for real. Um, and <laughs> and um, like I did create a, a schedule for these Zoom meetings, which are really on Saturday morning. I did 1030 and 1230. 
But um, if you all have any suggestions on how we can switch up the times, whether it be like a weeknight or just a little bit later in the day on Saturdays, let me know because I do want everybody to be able to come in and talk and engage and stuff. Okay. All right. Well, have a good day. See y'all later. Bye. Bye. Bye.